Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounced from the Roadhouse, there's a new show called Naked Attraction, and we're watching it. Our optimism, coffee, prank calls, we introduce Karen the Kitty, and so much more. While you're here, help us out. Subscribe, leave us some stars, and a review. Seriously, we really appreciate it. And follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search for The Roadhouse Show. Bounce from the Roadhouse! What the hell? Oh my God, no way, yeah, yeah. Hit us with it, Summer. All right, in June 1939, Action Comics, or DC Comics, introduced Superman. Did you know that? No. Yeah. It's not wow. something you know every day. Well. Unless you're a nerd. And uh, do you know what the average person spends on comics per week? What? Mm, $15. The average person, really? The or average, average nerd? The, come on. The average reader consumes roughly four comics per week. Oh. This means roughly 16 books per month, and 16 books per month at roughly $4 means about $64 a month on oh. comic books. Wow. Wow. I guess it's better than spending it on cigarettes or booze. Yeah, or any vice like that. Yeah, or energy drinks. So, wow. And I mean, they're, they're so expanding was- their knowledge. I was almost right. I said 14 bucks a week, and really, you said 60-some bucks a month, 60-some dollars divided by 4.3, it's like 12 bucks. Where's your point three? What is 4.3. What? There's 4.3 weeks in a month. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm surprised you guys didn't know that. <laughs> he has air glasses now. Yeah, did you see that? And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the technology that'll soon be taking our jobs. It's AI Theater. Hey, good morning, Roadhouse listeners. It's Amy and Brandon here, and we've got a magical treat for you today. We have the one and only Summer in the studio with us to talk about National Open the Magic Day. Welcome, Summer! Good morning, Amy and Brandon. It's great to be here. And yes, National Open the Magic Day is just around the corner, and I'm thrilled to share some magic and laughter with all of you. (laughs) Summer, we're used to making magic happen with our voices on the radio, but you take it to a whole new level with your tricks and illusions. (laughs) Well, magic is all about spreading joy and wonder, and today I've brought a few tricks up my sleeve to share with you and all our listeners. That sounds fantastic. But before we get to the magic, can you tell our audience a little bit about National Open the Magic Day? Of course! National Open the Magic Day is about magicians, both amateur and professional, come together to celebrate the art of magic. It's a day to share tricks, inspire others, and create a scene of wonder. So, Summer, does that mean we can all become magicians? <laughs> I've always wanted to pull a rabbit out of a hat. <laughs> well, Brandon, maybe not a rabbit, but I'm sure I can teach you a simple magic trick or two. Oh. And yes, everyone can be a magician on this special day. That is awesome! So what magic tricks do you have in store for us today? Well, Amy and Brandon, I thought we'd start with something classic. How about a card trick? Hmm, I'm all for that. Cards are my jam. Great. Here's a deck. I'll shuffle them and you, Amy, can pick a card. Don't show it to me, though. Hmm. Okay, got it. Now watch closely, Brandon. I'll make Amy's card appear in the most unexpected place. Yeah. Whoa, that was amazing. How did you do that? A magician never reveals her secrets, Brandon. (laughs) Summer, you've truly made our morning magical. Thank you for being here and sharing the joy of National Open the Magic Day with us. 
And before we wrap up, can you tell our listeners how they can celebrate this magical day? Absolutely. Anyone can celebrate by learning a simple magic trick, watching magic shows, or even sharing a magical moment with friends and family. It's all about spreading wonder and laughter. Well, there you have it, folks. Get ready to celebrate National Open the Magic Day and create some magic of your own. Thanks again, Summer, for joining us on the Roadhouse Morning Radio Show. Join us next week for another AI Theater. From the Home Slice News Center, here's today's irritation update. To you, Summer. In a series of unfortunate events this morning, Summer's day got off to a vexing start as she found herself grappling with a cascade of irritations. First, she woke up late, causing her morning routine to spin into chaos. As if tardiness wasn't enough, she realized she had forgotten to plug in her trusty curling iron, leaving her with an unruly hairdo crisis. The frustration only escalated when she decided to grab a quick breakfast, spilling a scolding hot cup of coffee all over her pressed shirt. Determined to salvage the day, she made a swift U-turn and headed home to change her shirt, further setting her schedule back. It seems that the universe conspired against Summer this morning, but she remains undaunted in her pursuit of a brighter day. Stay tuned for more updates. Back to you, Amy. In other news this morning, Amy Rose found herself battling a series of vexing predicaments that left her thoroughly exasperated. As the sun's rays gently beckoned her to face the day, Amy's innate desire for warmth and coziness led to repeatedly hitting the snooze button, delaying her departure from the comforts of her bed. The soothing embrace of slumber was abruptly disrupted when she stubbed her already bruised and blistered toe against the unyielding edge of the bed frame, eliciting an audible groan of frustration. And adding to her woes, her trusty curl Iron decided to call it quits, leaving her with unruly locks in dire need of taming. To cap off this morning's annoyances, her pants seemed to have conspired against her clinging snugly in all the wrong places. However, amidst the chaos, a glimmer of hope emerged as Amy successfully squeezed her swollen feet into a pair of shoes for the first time this week. A small victory in an otherwise exasperating morning. More at 10. It's time for today's Daily Aggravation. If I let you merge in front of me in traffic, would it really be that much to ask for a wave of thanks? I've got a single finger wave for you, if you don't. And that's today's Daily Aggravation. Let's go! TV theme songs. Current champion in Studio 4B is Leslie Lane. I don't think that's true. I feel like I lost. We're tied? Well, I, you know, Remember technically, you, technically, I won. You you came in sure. with the Barbie bonus points. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I answered one correctly, and then mm. I won. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a weird, it was a weird uh, rule. But yeah. Sorry, oh, I'm sorry, I missed it, guys. It was a uh, cutthroat TV theme song numero uno in three, two, one. If you're Gilmore Girls. <gasps> yeah, Gilmore <What>? Girls. <laughs> Leslie Lane. <laughs> Was this a repeat or something? Do you watch you this? Got to do is call my name and I'll be no, there she is a Gilmore girl. Next train. I used to think I was a Rory, but really I'm just a um, Paris. A uh, uh, Rory? That must be a character on the show. Yep. <laughs> I have no that, idea that's what's a happening. Right Lorelai's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. At Joe's Cafe. It's Luke's. Luke's. But cafe. I will. I will. I'll, I'll give you points for cafe. Hmm. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Leslie Lane one. Brandon zero. I'm summer a, zero. I've only watched season four of Gilmore. <laughs> In <laughs> three, <laughs> two, one. Yes, no. 
Uh, third row. Uh, Malcolm in the middle. What? Summer wow. one. Wow. You watch this one, huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Very nice. You're not the boss of me now. You're we got not the boss tons of, me of singers now. in here today. You're not the boss of me now. And we'll turn it off. Don't know something. <laughs> All right. You guys have some things to think about, and we will be <laughs> right back okay. for the second part of TV theme songs. Batman. Okay, second part of TV theme songs. This one is going to be pretty easy, especially... No, I don't want to give it away. I'm not going to give any clues. In three, two, one. This is Flintstones. 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 Wow. Summer Day. That one goes to Summer Day. We attempted to do this one last week. It didn't even do the yabba-dabba-doo. Well, where's the rest of it? You guys want to hear it? He's driving around in his car, oh, yeah. going to work. Hitting up that dinosaur. Yeah. Gotta move them rocks, bro. <laughs> Gotta move them rocks. Yeah, it's a version it. with words, isn't it? Flintstones. Meet, Meet the, the Flintstones. Flintstones. This is the buildup to that. Oh, that's so my problem. Back in the day, the theme songs were longer. Because of the credits at the beginning. Right. Yep. Yes. People mm. actually cared about that stuff. Hmm. Okay. So now, summer has two. Leslie has one. Mm. Brandon has zero. Are we ready for our final TV theme song? Bring it on. If there's a tie, I do have a movie theme ready to go. Here we go. One tie, all tie. I love this show. Oh, Weeds. Wow. I've never seen Weeds. What? Is my microphone muted? I swear I said that first. I said, yeah, I said Weed, whatever it is. (laughs) Hello. That's a good one. I love it. Yeah, it's a good show. Congratulations, Summer. Okay, Leslie, take the belt off and give it to Summer. I'm unclipping the belt, handing it over. Oh, it's heavier than I remember. Yeah. Heavy is the waist. Thank you, Leslie. You know, Summer did make that belt with her macrame skills. That's why it was sticky, huh? (laughs) Yes. Good job, guys. I'm proud of all three of you. Thanks for having me. We're going to take this moment to talk about TV. Brandon uh, seems upset about something. I don't know if uh, anybody else fell into this trickery (laughs) of headlines saying Yellowstone is going to be out on CBS Yeah. last Sunday. Anybody flip over and watch that one? No. Thinking it's the new season? No. No. Thinking things are about to go down? Wow, look how mad I am. And they're like, like, watch out. His Uh, beard is shaking back Some people die. This is going to be wild. So you tune in, only to find out season one, episode one. Oh, thanks for putting the reruns on. Wow, they tricked you. Mm, Bamboozled. They tricked you and you fell for it. And did people die? I don't know. I quit watching. I've already seen it. Yeah, people died. We've seen it. (laughs) That's funny. Wow. Wow. What are you watching? Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Again. Because that Jax Teller, let me tell you, he looks good with the long blonde hair. He's pretty good looking. He's a doll. Like, he's good looking Look. but we're on like season three and it's just it's good that's it, a fun show it, it it's really good it makes you want to become a biker i think well. that's why we started watching it is you know casey takes his he took his class over the weekend oh. so now he is a licensed biker whoa so i think that's why he wanted to start watching it gotcha mm-hmm. yeah have a- either of you been watching the bachelor golden age no. absolutely not i haven't but i've been meaning to flip to it because that's our I homework keep seeing the no previews for it. I refuse. I felt absolutely guilty about it. I just want to see how gross it is. No. I don't want to watch it. I feel inappropriate. 
you feel inappropriate. Yeah, I feel like we're taking advantage <laughs> of our elders. What? But they're That's finding love, Brandon. Well, I hope they do. And I hope they do. And happiness. I don't feel like we money. need to film it. And I don't feel like, no, we are making fun of how many women are on there? 30, 40 women and one dude? Mm-hmm. That's not finding love. That's making fun of 40 women and one dude. I want to like, see. Like, he can handle that. I want to see if somebody loses their dentures while yeah. they're kissing. They all do at night when they put them in the jar. <laughs> Okay, that's our homework, guys. We're going to watch The Bachelor Golden nope. Age, even if it's just five minutes. Not doing it. We're sitting here in Studio 4B with a can of Sir Stroming sitting in the middle of the counter, and it's looking at us. It's it's sticky. Oh, she Okay, Summer, explain the can of Sir Stroming. It's like a... It's a circle. Okay. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Like a big, giant can of tuna. Yeah, but it's like, I feel... Maybe it happened in shipping. I don't know, but it has expanded. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not like it's under pressure. Under don't pressure. Squeeze it. I noticed in the videos as soon as they start opening it, the juices squirt out. Well, if you look closely at the can, it looks like it might have seeped. Oh, that's not good. A little yeah, bit. It's got a little seepage. Or maybe they just had to shove it in there. I wonder that, what and the, I'm not looking forward to the lid. This, What's the significance of the coyote on the side or the wolf howling? You know, all of this is in, uh, I'm assuming, Sweden. Uh-huh. Sweden. Swedish. Swedish. The Swedish language. So I, I'm Swit, not. Swed? Swedes? I don't know. <laughs> so I, I can't pronounce any of it. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of numbers on here, and I'm sure that's their dietary okay. facts. Okay. Huh. But, like I said, this can is sticky. Gross. Ooh, that's nasty. Yeah. Like, my fingers are sticky now. The, the $63 can of fermented fish that we will be eating possibly tomorrow in so, the park. I know you guys don't know this, but I'm actually fluent in Swedes. Here you go. I'm not touching that can. But um, <laughs> but it says Red Wolf it, th- brand. Something, yes. That's what, no, that's what it says. Oh, okay. And uh, let me see right below that. If you hold it up, it says, oh, yeah, Sir Stroman. Yep. And then if you turn the can a little bit more, let's see what else does it say. I can't read it. It's too far away. But, yeah, you know, it's just a good good Swedish stuff. It's that's an good orange brand. and yellow can. Or, mm-hmm. or orange and red. Orange and red. Orange and red with a red wolf on it. Colors. Yeah. Pipe down. And, <laughs> and it's just... Like I said, I think the thing that sticks out most uh-huh. is that it is definitely under pressure. Um, it's probably going to explode when we open it. Let me know. Sweet. Is that thing under pressure? It's under pressure. Is um How big in inches do you suppose that can is? Oh, she's giving it... About oh. five and a half inches. Oh, yeah. Uh, how deep do you suppose that can is? About an inch. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So we've gathered the crew from Home Slice. We're all going to go to the park. We're going to open this can of Sir Stroming. And if you've seen the video, people start gagging as soon as that stuff starts squirting out. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a funky odor. And we want to experience this. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not want to, but we, we are going to. to. Yeah. yeah, we have to. We got to We gotta check this out. Yeah, and by the park, you don't mean like the restaurant. We're talking like over here at Founders Park. Yeah, where the big fish is. Yeah, where the concrete fish is. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully the the... 
like they don't have to burn the picnic table that it juices on. <laughs> so hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll be doing this after our show tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully we're fishing for Tuesday, if you will. <laughs> I've seen people getting fake freckles on their face. Yeah, you know, apparently freckles are trendy. Back mm-hmm. in the day when I was little, they weren't. I hated my freckles. So wow. did I. And I got made fun of. All of my mom's friends would be like, oh my gosh, her freckles are so cute. Oh, and I would like try to angel kisses. rub them off on my face. Yeah. They're still kind of there. Angel kisses. That's what that's what I was told they were when I was little. They're angel mm-hmm. kisses. Yeah, yeah. I even have them on my arms and everywhere. I have mm-hmm. them everywhere too. Mm-hmm. Me no likey. Yeah, I've got them everywhere too. Apparently, people want fake belly buttons now. What? Yeah, women are now getting second belly buttons on their stomachs. So their legs look longer. This started out in China. You buy these temporary tattoos that look like belly buttons, and then you put them on your stomach a few inches above your actual belly button, and then cover your real one with some high-waisted pants or skirt or whatever. And then it makes your legs look longer, like an optical illusion. Okay. I could see that working. Like how stripes make you look longer. Yes. Um, I think it's just another way for women to, you know, be fake. Yeah. Yeah. How foolish. We're, we're becoming very fake. Um, I could see the skirt maybe um, working, but a pair of shorts or pants... Um, well, the younger people around the office, they hike those things up. So. Right. But you can still see the, the bottom. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, so put the belly button where you want it. No, it doesn't matter. You yeah. can still see where the legs end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The skirt, though, I can kind of see, you know, but then once you, you can only hike that skirt up so high, too. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, it's like, ma'am. So they're, <laughs> they're buying sheets of temporary belly button tattoos. And then when they wear off, you just reapply a new one. And oh. apparently Walmart's starting to stock up on these. Wow. Walmart? Yeah. So just picture this. Maybe a man and woman meet for the first time at a bar. <laughs> they go home together. And she's like, hold on. She takes off her hair. <laughs> she takes off her eyelashes. Yeah. She takes off her padded bra. Yeah. And then she's got two belly buttons. Hold on. And he's like, oh. <laughs> what is going on? Or maybe Who are you? Maybe that kind of like, he's like, whoa, how'd you know I was into that? (laughs) We just learned, and that's a great question, that you shouldn't bring a sign to a concert, which we highly disagree with. And the clue was, marry me, Lainey Wilson. Well, I I don't like signs at concerts. You don't? No. Why? It's dumb. Oh, rude. Well, we all love Lainey Wilson. Yes. So let's one word improv about being at a Lainey Wilson concert. Okay, fired up. Okay, ready? I love... love Laney Wilson. So dang much. Especially when I see her in those pants. Those pants. So tight. Firm. Voluptuous. But. And. She's very agile. And. She loves me when I bring a smile and a beautiful sign to my concerts that says will you marry me shake that ass (laughs) just another manic monday look at me 
quickly, I'm gonna use my pebble patches that I got from the dollar. And then after that, I'm gonna put just lotion. Daddy, you should come right here. Come here now. If mom finds out, she's gonna kill both of you. You literally sit up to here, bro. I sit up here. Why are you Okay, don't move. Just don't move. Do not move a muscle. <gasps> Those are cute. In our Manic Monday, there was some kids that cut one of the kids' bangs on school picture day. Mm-hmm. And then the older kid made it better. But it kind of reminds me of the day that Brandon cut your bangs some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you're still sporting them. I am. They I look good. I don't think I can go back. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. I've I've thought about it several times, like, hey, maybe I should let them grow out now. It's the bit's done. But I think they look good, so I'm no. gonna continue rocking them. Wow, she's so conceited. Well you know, if you want Bangs uh, will do that to a girl. Anytime you want and I know you go in sometimes and get them trimmed and sometimes you trim them yourself, but anytime I'll bring that tool belt in. We could measure chalk off line and, and chalk line those babies up, level them off. I could probably, uh, I think that day I forgot my speed square, but that would probably help me out with the angles if I brought that baby Probably, yeah. I well, can see that working. Almost a year ago already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Yeah, if you haven't seen the video footage of that, that's on our TikTok. <laughs> and you can tell that I got a little nervous there because I start breathing a lot heavier. And I don't my blame you. Start a bouncing. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that. Bangs mm-hmm. with benefits. Isn't that what we call those? Yes, ma'am. Yep. What? Curtain bangs, right? Yeah. Are those curtain bangs? Yeah, that's what I'd call Kinda. them. Curtain yeah. bangs. Yeah. You're bangalicious, Summer. I'm what? bangalicious? Yeah. Hey, Heck that yeah. could be taken wrong. Well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. This guy is definitely... He's going to have to do some repenting after oh, this. Interesting. So back in June, this 37-year-old guy from California, his name is Rob Mercer. He said that he had stage four colon cancer and his dying wish was to play in the World Series of Poker in Vegas. So people donated thousands of dollars on this GoFundMe to make this happen. It cost $10,000 to enter, but the total donations were valued at like $30,000. They included things like a, a free suite at the Bellagio and all kinds of stuff. But now it turns out the whole thing was a lie. What? He admitted this week that he doesn't really have colon cancer. What a jerk. He told a reporter he regrets lying and blamed it on being too embarrassed to reveal that he actually has breast cancer. Hmm. Hmm. But now people think that's a lie, too. Uh, He said he suspects he has breast cancer, but hasn't been diagnosed. What is this with this guy and, like, jinxing himself with cancer? But he's refusing to pay back the money because he claims he really is sick, and he might not have cancer at this point. He got knocked out of the tournament a few hours in and didn't win any money. Thankfully, GoFundMe just stepped up, and they issued refunds to everyone who donated. They banned Rob from from their site, and he's been shunned by the poker world. They haven't charged him yet, but I'm pretty sure it's in the future. Like some some fraud. Some it has yeah. to be. It yeah. has to be. Oh, it's just horrible. I mean, that is a horrible uh, disease to pick on or take advantage of. Yeah. Or whatever. However you want to look at that. I mean, that no, you don't do that. Well, I feel like some really crappy karma is headed his way. Yeah. Like he's something awful is going to happen to this man. What do you think is going to happen? He's going to be hit by a train. I don't know. You know, struck by lightning. Wow. Do you think she's right? Man, I... I am a magician. (laughs) (laughs) Alexa, play song quiz. Choose a music genre. 
Funk. Starting your soul and funk game. <laughs> Player one. Question one for ten points. This is gonna be bad. Name the song title and artist. Get down on it by Smooth and the Gang. <laughs> the title was Get Down on It. Your score yeah. is ten. Boom. Player two. Oh, no. Name the song title and artist. <laughs> I'm scared. Hey, but you don't give up. In my world. <laughs> Just the two of us by the other three. Oh. <laughs> the song was What You Won't Do for Love by Bobby Caldwell. It's a good Your jam. score is zero. <laughs> Player three. Bad. Name the song title and artist. Dragonfly out in Dragonfly by Chuck Berry. <laughs> the song was Feeling Good by Nina Simone. I knew that Your score is zero. <laughs> Player one. Song. Question two of four for ten points. Oh. Would you be mine by Bruce Willis? You don't know that song? No. The song was I Heard It Through the Grapevine by oh. Marvin Gaye. Wow. Your what? score the is 10. By Player 2. <laughs> it's like the only <laughs> funk song I know. Four. Mm. A, B, C, 1, 2, 3, Jackson 5. <laughs> the title was ABC. Player 3. I don't get Question the Question 2 of 4. The way you do the things you do. The Way You Do the Things You Do by the Clementines. The artist was The Temptations. Your score you is 10. Alexa, pause. We'll be right back. So far, we're all losing with Song Quiz with Grumpy Alexa. Alexa, resume. Player one. The world he left behind. Uh. Not so long ago. Crazy ones. The world he left behind by Aretha Franklin. The song was Midnight Train to Georgia by Gladys Knight and the Pips. Player two. Rescue me. Twist Sisters. <laughs> the song was Rescue Me by Fontella Bass. Is that Your score is 10. Player three. Holding hands. Making all kinds of plans. Holding hands by... Johnny Cash. <laughs> the song was Me and Mrs. Jones by Billy Paul. It's time song. for the song quiz bonus round. Bring it Player up. one. But I'm trying to be for maybe by being an A student. <laughs> a student by the Bad Kittens. The song was Wonderful World by Sam Cooke. The Bad Kittens. Your score is 10. <laughs> Player two. Groovy by the bowel movements. (laughs) The song was Everyday People by Sly and the Family Stone. Your score is 10. Player three. Bound to the Bow by Khloe Kardashian. The song was Dreadlock Holiday by 10C. I knew that. C. Player 1 got 10 points. Player 2 got 10 points. 
Player Actually, three I got, got ten points. It was a tie side. between you, player two and player three. Well, we know you guys suck at funk. I just want my points. Three-way tie that's never happened. No, I think we did okay for not knowing the genre. Mm-hmm. It's like we knew the songs, but actual titles and artists yeah. fail. Yeah, we'll have to study up on that one. But she shorted me 20 points, and you guys know that. How? Uh, ABC. Oh, that's, yeah, Jackson, Jackson 5. Five. Yeah. Said I guess Brandon so, did kind of win. Yeah, you did win. I also said another song, and she acted like I didn't say anything. Ignored me. <laughs> you did win. We'll give it to you, Brandon. I don't want it. I don't want it because she didn't recognize it. It's fine. I'll take the tie. I'm just mad at her. I just didn't want to give it to you, Brandon. That's fine. There'll be things I don't want to give to you either. Thanks for stopping by. I was reading about how there's a lot of negativity in the world these days. And I think we're a rare group here. Three rare of us, breed. Yeah, three of us and 4B, we're mm-hmm. all optimistic. Yeah. We're always positive about things. We look forward to things. When we're in our meetings, we're always excited about new things. Yeah. And a lot of other people are like, wah, wah, wah. I don't like doing it that way. Yeah. 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 And uh, we're like the positive end of a magnet. You think so? You know so? what I mean? And, and that's why people attract to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because sometimes they're a negative end and you got to have a negative and a positive. Otherwise, they don't attract, you know? Okay. Yeah. If, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But we're pretty rare. So if anybody wants to hire us, you know, to just be around us, because it's kind of contagious. We take Venmo, yeah. PayPal, mm-hmm. checks, cash. cash. App. Yeah. And you can even, you know, test drive it Flash me. for a couple minutes. And then if you like how you feel around us, then, uh, yeah, hire us for the day. We'll just walk around with you, go to work with you. Share our positive insights. We'll even fill your gas tank for you so you don't have to see the price. Yeah, what? but you're paying for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like we'll use your card to fill your tank. Yes. Ultimately, you're going to see the notification on your phone. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody comes up to you to try to talk politics or religion, we'll block yeah. it. We're just going to karate chop them and be like, have a nice day. We'll come in and trump them with some jokes. Yeah. You know? Let's <laughs> do it. Yeah. <laughs> We'll hit them off with a Biden. And then you know? we can all hold hands and manifest good things. Yeah. Absolutely. Where I did, like this. Where did that word come from, manifest? So it started back in like 18-something. Let me let me Google this real quick. 1812. 1812. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You remember that, Amy, don't you? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Seems like people are just starting to bring that word to the world. Oh. I've never, you know, maybe. Oh, I've, I, heard it, I've heard it my whole life. Really? I thought it was malarkey. The whole time. <laughs> Every time I heard it. You know? Uh, manifestation. One time we were trying to get from town to town in the motorhome and we tried to manifest some gas. Didn't get us very far. No. We still had to stop and get gas. Maybe yeah. you had that little bit of doubt still. Maybe. You didn't yeah. believe hard enough. No, we believed. Um, I, I think when you manifest, you already have to believe that it's there. You have to believe that there's the tank is full. I was driving and I literally closed my eyes <laughs> and tried to manifest some more gas and when i opened them uh gas gauge was still at the bottom oh, you know it. what i mean like it was like dang it you know what could have helped what is amy's bracelet that's right her manifestation bracelet oh if i threw that in the gas tank the rock no. wears this i would have plugged it the oh. rock wears this the Dwayne the rock Johnson? yes he does okay yeah. <laughs> that helps me a lot you can get it on tiktok if kevin hart wore it, i might be a little bit he seems more positive yeah. kevin hart you know they're both pretty positive. Very Actually. positive. The Rock's yeah. pretty positive, but he's a he's a bigger positive person. I don't think they're as positive as we are. Absolutely not. No, so. we're so 
optimistic. We are. So what we're trying to say is, snap out of the bad attitude. Get it together. Yes. Welcome to Endangered Species. On today's episode, we search for the most endangered species of all. The optimistic American. Here we find a young man. Could he be the rare optimistic American? Excuse me, sir. How do you feel about the future? What future? The world is going to end from climate change. Your AI is going to take my job. Oh, dear. Well, Americans love to eat. Surely there'll be an optimistic one at the grocery store. These eggs are how much? Oh, no. Well, a school building must be filled with people full of hope. Here's a teacher. These kids can't even read. But what difference does it make? All the books are banned. And here we find a man lying in the gutter. He couldn't possibly be the elusive, optimistic American. Things are gonna be all right, man. You know, everyone just needs to chill out and realize that life is short, dude. So have fun. Success! We found him, even though he threw up on my shoe. Join us next time when we search for another endangered species, the likable vegan. I'm going to have to break the optimism real quick here to let you know that you're washing your armpits all wrong. How do you know I'm washing my armpits wrong? Because I think everybody is. There's a woman who posts hygiene advice and she claims most people aren't washing their armpits correctly. And here's the two main underarm pitfalls, if you will. Ooh. <laughs> You're not scrubbing long enough. You should be scrubbing each armpit for 30 seconds, especially if you have hair in there, Brandon. Do you mm. shave your armpits, Brandon? Uh, that is a negative. Okay, you wax them or you just let them flow? I just let them flow, bro. Yeah, Summer, you shave your armpits? Absolutely. I know it's trending to not, so that's why I'm asking. Mm, please don't follow that trend. Yeah, so just a few back and forth scrubs for about 30 seconds. Okay. Oh, really? And you got to remove that leftover deodorant so you can put fresh. Mm. And then the second one here is you're using the wrong soap. Instead of some fruity body wash, she says you should really use antibacterial soap under your arms. Like, uh, you know, the dial. Mm-hmm. That's stuff. Mm. I use dial. I like, I like Dove. Mm, Dove, yeah. You know what so. I use? All natural homemade soap. Do you, you really? Buy, if you buy store soap, um, you know, you're just adding chemicals to your body. That's mm-hmm. all you're doing. Uh, things like um, aluminums and uh, carbon monoids and other things. I think I can't, it's making up words now. I think so, too. Um, all right, go ahead. Throw that stuff in your body. See how it mm-hmm. goes for you. Well, just a little PSA. I just no wanted idea. to throw this out there. You need to do a little more scrubby scrub mm-hmm. with some act- antibacterial soaps. 30 seconds under the arms. You know what I believe in? What? No scrub, and your body just adapts. Here's a question. Okay. You have armpits. What about your leg pits? Where are they? I think those behind are behind your knees, Yeah, right? behind your knees. No. You scrub those? Does that make sense? Do you, then Their armpits would be in your elbow. That's right. Yeah, see? So maybe like in the crevices. Yeah. You know? Maybe you're in your nether your, regions. Yeah, your upper inner thigh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Scrub there, too. 30 seconds. Scrub everywhere Each for 30 side. seconds. I'll scrub that longer than 30 seconds. And don't forget the, the back pit either. You got to <laughs> <laughs> scrub that. And we're out. Are you guys ready for this story? Bring we, it on. Previously, we had a story about somebody following Google 
mm-hmm. Google Maps, and they told her to turn, and she drove right into the bay. You got to be a real, real kind of special person yeah. to follow the Google Maps like that closely. The video of the people saving her is quite extraordinary. Yeah, it's. That car is long gone. Um, but anyways, it happened again. This family in North Carolina, uh, this guy passed away after driving off a collapsed bridge into a creek. And now the family's suing Google Maps for guiding him there. It just, I mean, common sense. Yeah. Where's that factor in? Yeah. Take a left at Common Sense Drive. <laughs> um, stop. Fill your tank up. You know. But it was an actual road, just collapsed. Like, And Google's still taking people there. Yeah, but he's the only one that went through there, and, you know, obviously something tragic happened. I'm yeah. a, but how many other people has Google tried to take through there, and they were like, oh, you know, my common so, sense kicked in and said, I should not take this route. Yeah. but And also the bridge was unmarked. So, yeah, so that's where I'm like, hold on, buckle up, because I don't think it's Google's fault that nobody told Google, and it would be the county, city, whoever, state, highway, road, whatever it is, to put up a road close sign, Mm -hmm. huge barriers, do not go any further, because the bridge is gone, you know? It says here there's no barricades or signs or anything. So it ain't Google's fault. To the to Google, they're thinking the bridge is still there. Maybe he was, you know, hands deep in his jerky and cheese, enjoying yeah. the travel, and you know, just it was just you know how you get in that zone when you're driving. Oh yeah, listening yeah. to some good music. Yeah, he's listening to "Bounce from the Roadhouse." Yeah, winds blowing laughing. through his hair. Yeah, I mean maybe yeah, windows are down. Hopefully he's got a windshield. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. It's time for Truth or Tales. Okay, Summer, give us your story. Okay, so quite a few years ago, and this made me think about it because we just recently went bowling. You, me, Scout, and Leslie. Yeah. And we didn't do so well, right? I mean, you did really pretty well. A couple of us did yeah, not. Yeah, speak for yourself. I, that's, I just uh, gave you the props. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, made me think of a story. Quite a few years ago, I'm going to say about... seven maybe ten we went to our local bowling alley back home in nebraska and we were having a couple of drinks we were bowling it was adult bowling like grown-ups all bowling the kids were at home and um i not the greatest bowler never have been i probably never will be i can vouch for that thank you and the ball is 10 percent of your weight so okay well there's that that might factor in But that night, I was doing pretty, pretty good. And I got my first ever strike. And I got so excited that I started jumping up and down. Uh And I heard a crunch. I landed on my foot the wrong way. And I broke it. I told my boyfriend at the time, I was like, hey, I think we need to go. I think I broke my foot. And he's like, nah, you're fine. We continue to bowl. The next morning, got up. My foot was three times the size it should be, black and blue. Was it the size of a bowling ball? It it was. And uh, went to the doctor. Turns out I really did break my foot. Is this 
a truth or a tale. Wow. Hmm. She makes it sound so real all the time. She's such a good liar. Fugitives are good at lying. They are. It's in my blood. It's hard to tell if she hit the head pin on this one or not. (laughs) Full of dad jokes. Full of dad jokes. Okay, let us know. Use that open mic button on the app. Is Summer telling the truth or is it a tale? We'll be back and find out. Now let's sit right back and talk about Bachelor Golden Age. Yeah, boy. We all know the Bachelor and Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise. You know, they're young and beautiful and spry. But now they have a Bachelor Golden Age where the women are 60, what is it, 60 to 75 in age? Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I'm not sure how old the Bachelor is, but he's pretty good looking. Yeah, honestly. And so are some of the women, most of the women. And honestly, these women got you by 20, 25 years, Amy. And some of them are as good looking as you. And I mean that as a compliment to you and them. Some of them look like they're in their 20s. I wouldn't go that far. If you look at them from far away. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like if you cross your eyes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they're good looking, but Between the ages of 16, 75, and then Jerry, he's 71. 71? Hmm. He looks good. He looks, yeah, he looks good for 71. Yeah. I want to see somebody lose their dentures in the other person's (laughs) mouth. I wonder if that's going to happen. I wonder I if that not. does happen. I don't. I don't think so. That takes takes a lot of effort. Is this like a widower and a bunch of widows that are wealthy and have afforded themselves uh, a luxury of healthy living and surgeries and stuff? <laughs> That's and what it looks like. They've gathered themselves together because mm-hmm. some of them women are hot. Yeah, and they're older than my mom. And uh, if they come up and hit on me in a nightclub and I was single. I would be dating somebody older than my mom. I want to see one in their evening gown where you can see the outline of the diaper underneath. What the heck? Wow. What makes you think they wear a diaper? Under their nightgown? When you get to that age. Not under their nightgown. Not nightgown, evening gown. Oh, yeah, but they're still, at that point, they've taken that diaper off. They're they're feeling frisky. You think so? Don't you think? Like they starved themselves the day before. What? Wow, maybe. I don't know. Uh, This is a lot to think about. Well, you've clearly thought a lot about this. Just go mm-hmm. a whole different angle than I do. I feel like these are the people that have had they've 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 <laughs> they've, they've had like surgeries to fix that or whatever. They got a valve put in or something. When they know. get to the sweets at the end, are they going to do like a exotic dance where they oh untape my. one side of the diaper, <laughs> tape the second? What? What? Who says any of them even wear one? I bet you these are the few, and or not even few. There's a lot of them that don't. Probably not. I'm just having fun here. I'm just I know. joking around. And I don't think these girls do. I don't think, the, judging by their sequin dresses, they don't. Yeah, those dresses are pretty dang tight. They, they are, don't. and they look good in them. I know. It's like kind better, jealous. better than mm-hmm. I would look in that dress. Oh. like some of them girls still do great. push-ups or something. Yeah, they like one-arm push-ups. Yeah. Where do they find these women? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to say is I'm like, that girl says, I'm 75 and something, whatever. And Eight I'm like, grandchildren. Huh? Yeah. It's insane. What? And I like pickleball. Yeah, they all like pickleball. What's oh, that yeah. about? And shuffleboard. I bet you do. Oh, wax you cribbage. <laughs> tapioca. While we play shuffleboard. Uh, this starts Thursday, the 28th. Yes. And I'm going to force myself to watch it. A little bit of, of it. September? Yeah. Oh, boy. That's coming up, and I ain't watching it. Summer? I still feel uncomfortable. You with me? Yeah, I think I, I think I kind of have to check it out at least once and in 
form a, you know, a good opinion about it. It's time for truth or tales. Okay, Summer, recap your story. I'll let you know how we feel. Okay, so about 10 years ago, probably, I went bowling with my boyfriend, and we were having a couple of libations, and I got a strike for the very first time, and I got so excited that I decided to jump up and down with the slick bowling shoes on, and when I landed, I heard a crunch. I broke my foot. Boyfriend didn't think it was broken, went to bed, well, continued bowling, and then went to bed that night, woke up the next morning, it was three times the size it should be, and black and blue. Mm. Definitely was broken. Went to the doctor and everything. Was this a truth or a tale? Mm. Well, according uh, to the listeners, it's a tale. Most of the open mic said that you're lying. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I think it's a foot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not a tale. Get it? Yeah, yeah. um, I'm going to go with uh, it's truth. I'm going to go true. True. It is full of details, but I feel like she's giving us those details to throw us off a little bit. Yeah, pathological liar. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty good at it. She's a fugitive, so I'm going to go ahead and say that this is a tale. Well, Brandon, you are correct. Oh, right dang it. It is a truth. And I hadn't been bowling since then until the other day. Wow. Because you faced your fears. I did. Yep. I was afraid I'd break something again. Wow. And you continued to bowl. I did. Did you get some more strikes? No. No, my game was definitely thrown off after that. Darn it. Wow. Impressive. Well, Well, I can't get them all right. No, but I can. (laughs) I think they're running out of ideas for shows. Now we have The Bachelor Golden Age, Mm -hmm. which we're we're Mm going to try to watch. Well, Brandon's not, but Summer and I will. That's been around for a long time, but there's a new way of dating in in a British way. There's a British dating show. It just hit max. And this is where contestants actually choose from potential dates by seeing them completely naked. It's called Naked Attraction. And yes, it shows full frontal nudity. Now, here's something I can get behind. Did you want to hear the trailer? Kind of. In this dating show, we go back to basics. Are you ready? And start where a good date often ends. <gasps> Naked. Wow. This is fantastic. And could picking a partner based solely on their natural beauty. Could be a grower. Help us find the one. I've never met anybody like this before and I don't know where to look. Who are you going to pick for your date? This is the hardest decision of my life. Oh my God. Naked attraction. Can you imagine? It's kind of like the voice, but different. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're judging a person by their abilities between you know what they got Mm -hmm. and then not not by their personality right and uh i can get behind this i can too i kind of like it um (laughs) i wouldn't have a chance in the dating world yeah what if you (laughs) what if you found the perfect body like you saw megan's doppelganger body Uh but then they didn't have curly hair um was that a deal breaker i mean I don't. I don't know. There's. I mean, isn't that kind of part of the fun, though? I don't know. I'm I. I think there's things that guy could per, be persuaded by. I think the bummer side would be be like, whoa, he, she, whatever you're into, right? Knockout. Take it. I'm taking that one. <laughs> Door number five. Boom. And then she comes over and she's like, hi. And you're like, no. 
like a Fran Drescher. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. (laughs) Or just like just her personality, you know, or for you guys, a his or whatever. Right. And you're just like, oh, this sucks. But she's so perfect in every other way. But are we going to go for a walk? You know, I want to I want to see where they have like summer's body. And it's just the the men are just like, oh, I want that when they're like fighting over it. And then somebody with my body steps <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah, but guy, there's guys that like that though. That's what I mean though. Like I, there's things about a, I just because it's not Kim Kardashian standing behind door number three doesn't mean I I could be like skip, oh. skip. There Look it is. The, I want one like that one right Look there. Look at the cellulite on that one. Yeah, oh, that's so hot. I want some of that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think you're too hard on yourself is what I'm learning from all of this. (laughs) Some people like cellulite. So when the first car was made, the first ever car, Mm -hmm. it probably had that metal oil gasoline smell. Yeah. Do you think they loved it? They were like, oh, that smells so good because it was a new smell to them. Yeah. Was that the new car smell? Probably. Yeah. Now a new car smell is nice and fresh and smells like leather and... Mm Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if new car smell stayed the same all like from the very beginning to now? Ooh. What do you think one of the old like after you know the new wore off? What do you think it smelled like? Man. Man. Um, yeah. yeah. Dirt. Dirt. Nobody ever it was like cleaning cars wasn't a thing yet. You didn't go home and vacuum it. You didn't stop by the common sense no. and use the Automatic car wash and the vacuum. You probably something. got dirty when you got in it, right? Uh, dusty, no, for sure. I'm yeah. just guessing everything was dirty, so mm-hmm. it was just dusty. Like your hands felt dirty yeah. touching the steering wheel, kind of like our vehicles here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just guessing it was just dirty and dusty. and you know, Cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Everybody smoked back then. It was just the smell. And people... Drank and dro- drank and drove. Wow. Drove and drank. Drove, drove drank, and, probably. Drink and drive. Why don't they drove <laughs> they and drink and drive? Well, How do you say that properly? Drink and drive? They would drink and they would drive. There you there go. There we go. Good job. Words are hard. Somebody's drinking in radio right now. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Um yeah, I mean back then, why not? Nobody was were, the wiser, you know, to say you couldn't. There was also like no speed limits too. Yeah. So people just drove crazy. I don't think the cars were that fast. They were to them. It's faster than their horse and buggy. I don't know if you guys remember this, but have you ever gone on the 1880 train? Oh, yeah. I love it. No. I mean, it's super slow and stuff. Summer's never been. I've never been. You've never lived. Wow. So, I mean, Amy knows because she was alive back then, but like, (laughs) like that thing used to be fast. Like people would get motion sickness from the speed. But I don't think it's really all that fast. I don't know how fast it goes. But I can remember learning this when I was younger that the guy said people used to get sick from the speed. So talking really? about the new, the first ever car, whatever the top speed was, probably 25, 30, maybe 40 miles an hour. And uh, people would probably were probably like, slow down. Oh my, I'm, I'm going to spill my cookies, you know, whatever. It's pretty wild to think about. What do you think? We have today, if we were to go back in time and show somebody back then, and it would just blow their mind. Uh, air fresheners? <laughs> air fresheners? Deodorant. <laughs> or a, a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine taking a shop vac out? Here, let me let me suck some of the stuff up in your car real quick. And they'd be like, what is this? I declare you're sucking the dirt out of my car. What about like Botox? 
That would lip be... injections. Oh yeah, that that they'd call you the devil or something. You know what I mean? It's you, forbidden. You've made that old lady that is forty-five look twenty-five. How dare you? I did the remember my name walk that Journey on Lost Team put on mm-hmm. over the weekend or last weekend, and the winner received a hot air balloon ride. What? And it was super cool. Our friend Kim, oh, she I love raised her. the most money. It was like. $2,600 or something would. like that. Yes. Way to go, Kim. And so she won that hot air balloon ride, and her she lost her sister, and she has three sisters, and one of their things on their bucket list was to ride in a hot air balloon. Aww. And so they're going to honor her sister with that hot air balloon ride. Well, check it off that bucket list. Way to go, Kim. Have you ever done that? Have you ever wanted to ride in a hot air balloon? No. No? Why no. not? You're scared of heights? I'm terrified of heights, and like it's doesn't seem doesn't seem like a good idea to no. me i was gonna go watch the strata bowl mm-hmm. but it got rained out i should have gone the day before but i've always wanted to go do that and i definitely want to ride in a hot air balloon Same even though i'm terrified sameness no, no. I'm, not, I'm not too scared of heights uh or anything like that I, I would totally go do it in a drop of a hat um and i remember watching a video on it i think a local news I can't remember who did it. And I remember watching the video and like, it was so cool because there's a point where they, you know, they turn on the jets and they get you up high and then they just float. Yeah. And it's like silent. There's no noise. And that's the part where I was like, I didn't expect that. I don't know why. I just didn't know. I mean, I remember hot air balloons coming to the school when I was a kid and I just, I don't know, you know, and uh, they were right by like a hill. And they could hear like the deer and the elk running really? below them. Oh, and that's I, cool. That's the part where I was like, "Oh, I'm in. What is this going to cost? If I can afford it, I'm doing it." And so, like, that was cool. So they're like stealthy. Yeah, you can't hear them. The military should use hot air balloons. Yeah, you can't yeah. hide them. They're kind of big, you know. <laughs> what and if we slow. could invent an invisible balloon? I don't know. I guess if you painted it like the clouds. <laughs> Um, uh, the only thing is, is once you're seen, you're going nowhere in a hurry. Yeah. Or if somebody <laughs> shot the balloon, it, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here it comes, wouldn't last long. and you're in like a, you'd have to change the basket because it's like a, a hamper mm-hmm. or whatever. True. <laughs> That's like what scares a, me about hot air balloons. Even, what yeah, are the what baskets the made That and the basket. The basket just, it's. Who makes Doesn't the look basket? safe. Is it like, do you have to make your own basket? I bet Summer could make it. I could, I could weave a basket. Yeah, is it macrame? Wh- macrame basket. <laughs> this basket was made by Summer Day. I'll be like, can I ride in the other one? <laughs> yeah. Do we trust it? Yeah, of course you would. You're a fugitive. <laughs> Doesn't mean my my craft is futile. So now you're a witch. I just I'm, what's happening? <laughs> you're throwing out words here, man. <laughs> oh man, maybe I would ride in her basket then if she's a witch. It's got special powers. There you go. Now, I've never assembled a hot air balloon, and from what I observed, neither had any employee. I assumed eventually there'd be a safety briefing. There'd have to be a safety briefing. There was never a safety briefing. And like the sheep we are, we just start walking towards the balloon. But nothing about a hot air balloon ride is logical. The balloon the size of a building, an enormous Easter basket, and a blowtorch. We eventually reached the basket of our balloon. By the way, it was a physical basket made of wicker. Wicker! You know that stuff that can barely carry your laundry? It was supposed to cart my fat ass. 
through the sky. We eventually landed in an empty soccer field. We sat there for like 10 minutes. And then this guy in this tiny car drove up, beeped his horn. We got in, he drove away. Then I was like, I don't even know if he's with the balloon company. There was a solid minute when I was like, I just volunteered to be kidnapped. I'm Summer Day, and here is your scoop. Any good gardener knows what a good de-weeding can do for a vegetable garden. As it turns out, it's much the same for coral reefs. Following a volunteer seaweeding program launched in Australia, scientists are witnessing compounding coral recovery both in quantity and diversity, and suggest that the simple method has the power to transform degraded reefs overrun by macroalgae in a balanced ecosystem. Macroalgae is kept in check by the size and health of corals, but in extreme weather events or coral bleaching causes some sections of the reef to die. Macroalgae has no other neighbor keeping a check on its spread. And that is your scoop. We're going to decode a headline. We're going to read the title and try to guess the story. And then we'll read the story and see if we were right. Today's is pretty funny. A husband accidentally sent a nude photo of his wife to their whole family. That's the title of this article. Well, I don't think that this one's going to be a hard one to decode. Yeah. Okay, tell me what happened. I think a husband was taking sexy pictures Mm-hmm. of his lady mm-hmm. and maybe he meant to send one to his friend to be like hey look what i've got at home bada bang bada boom. and sent it to a group text to his entire family oh that's so embarrassing and some yeah. of them were be some of them were like heck yeah brother looking good yeah. and the other ones were like oh my gosh yeah Here's i'll what, never be able to unsee this brandon what do you think no go ahead i think he had a picture of his wife, and he was catfishing another man Ooh. with his wife's picture, Ooh. and nice. accidentally sent it to the family in a group text. Like he's so he's looking for a man for himself. Yes, but using his wife. Yeah. Wow. Maybe trying to get the other guy to send some nude photos of himself. Now that's interesting. Um, I just kind of think it was you know how group text messages go. Sometimes the first name pops up. And it'll say plus six more (laughs) or whatever, but sometimes you don't see that plus six or 10 or 15 more or whatever it might be. And so he just went to send, you know, gosh, babe, you're so hot, a photo to her. Mm -hmm. And she was the first name on there, sends it to her. And she's like, she goes to open it and maybe she's busy at work. So she doesn't see it. But then Nana, you know, (laughs) Grandpa Bob, everybody gets it. You know what I mean? Uncle Jerry. That perverted cousin gets it, and he's like, finally, I get to see Aunt Maggie, you know? Aunt Maggie. Or whatever. These names. And her dunk does, you know? Okay, here it is. So, they just got married and were on their honeymoon. He shared a bunch of pics from their trip, including one of her topless in a hot tub. Yeah. So, luckily, it wasn't that bad. Her back was turned, so you couldn't see anything. But it was still racy, and some of her family members don't believe he sent it by mistake. So, it's causing drama. Most people online said, don't worry about it. It was their honeymoon, and the photo wasn't that racy. But it got people talking about similar mistakes that they've made. One guy posted a photo of his topless wife looking out a window and didn't realize you could see her reflection in the glass. Classic mistake. And then another woman 
once took a photo of an intimate area to send to her doctor, and it automatically got backed up and shared to a folder online on the cloud. So it went to all the family's phones. Oh, that's really embarrassing. Yeah. And then another woman said she somehow posted a topless pic on Facebook eight years ago, and it still haunts her. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's nice because mm-hmm. I think that they've uh, increased security on Facebook, so you have to, like, double-click things and... You go through the process of making sure, are you sure you really want to post this photo? Yes. Yeah, I want to show the world this. Yeah. And oh, yeah. You told me about something that happened one time on Snapchat where a friend of ours, his girlfriend accidentally posted a picture of his manhood. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think somebody went in and took a picture. Uh, I think it was a significant other took a picture of him and then sent it and accidentally clicked story instead of oh like, you know, and then, it, and so it went to everybody, you know, how embarrassing um, that would be really embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I was like, unfortunately, was not friends with them on Snapchat Man, at the time, but yeah, it. but, Same. um, but I mean, I've had that, you know, stuff happens, but yeah. I, I love the good mirror. Like somebody pick up this camper or pick up this, you know, whatever. And in the mirror, you're like. Or the sunglasses, the sunglass reflection you can see around them. Yep. And on the new iPhone update, it blurs out naked pictures, I guess. Yeah, you you just have to double click it. Oh, wow. That's That's so great. Oh, that's nice. Extra protection. What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? Time for Would You Rather. Summer, hit us with it. Okay. This one's a good one. You say that every time. (laughs) No, I know, but I like this one. Would you rather run into an alien or Bigfoot? Ooh, alien. Why? Because they can take me around the universe. Okay. Bigfoot, you know, nobody ever runs into Bigfoot. He's constantly secluded. People do run into Bigfoot. That's how we know about Bigfoot. And I hear he smells really bad. How do you think an alien smells? I have a... I I bet they smell like chicken. Fish. Fish? Like Sir Strami. No, don't bring that up again. Yeah, I think no, that's what they smell like. Let's not do that. Brandon, what about you? Would you rather run into an alien or Bigfoot? Uh, Bigfoot. Why? Just be like, what's up, Unc? You guys can... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm related to him. Compare beards? Ah, I bet you mine's better. I don't know. He's hairy all over, but I bet you my beard's longer. Okay. I'd fight him. Bigfoot, you know I mean? Bigfoot can't take you to the Milky Way. Uh, Who said, well, you know, aliens do other things to people, too, you know, when they're getting those farmers out of the fields. Yeah, so do Bigfoots. Do they? Big feets. Big, big feets? How do you, what would you big call footies? a gaggle of Bigfoots? Bigfoot? A group of Bigfoot? Big feeties. Big feets? What about you, Summer? I think I would go with the alien as well. Why? Just because so many people say they've been abducted by an alien. I want to actually maybe be abducted by an alien. You want to wow. be probed? No, I don't want to be probed. Yeah, I didn't probed. know she was into that kind of stuff. <laughs> Katy Perry. <laughs> no, I just think that it would be cool to, like you said, go to the Milky Way, see the universe and all this stuff. Or, yeah. you know, they could tell the future. Yeah. No, what, if, think, what if you were sacred to them? I yeah. Like, oh, oh, oh. No, I think you guys are thinking an alien's going to be like, Come on, hey, what do you what do you want to go see? Oh, I want to go see the Milky Way. They're gonna be like, oh, get up in here. And they're gonna probe you. They're gonna use you like, I wonder what's in here. <laughs> I'm gonna probe them back. What if they're like the no, aliens so. from that one movie where all he does is drive around in the RV and he's trying to get back? You know what movie I'm talking about, right? 
uh, what is his what name? What kind of stoner movie are you that's, talking that's about? That's what it is. It is yeah, a stoner movie. I know what movie. you're talking about. I just can't think of the alien's name. He's, he's Seth like Rogen. A, he's like a stoner alien. He's like, bro, I can't figure out how to get back. I want to meet that alien. That's what I'm saying is, yeah. what if he was like that? British Brandon in Studio 4B for some song lyric poetry. Well, hello, ladies. It's good to see you. It's good to be here. It's good to see you, too. We chose a song for you today. It's Word Up by Cameo. I don't believe I've ever heard this song. Oh, you have. Oh, I have. It's a funk song. Oh, thank you for reminding me, apparently. (laughs) I've heard it. Yo, pretty ladies around the world, got a weird thing to show you. So tell all your boys and girls, tell your brother, your sister, you and your mama too, cause they're about to go down, and you'll know just what to do. Wave your hands in the air like you don't care. We're waving them. Glide my people as they start to look and stare. Do you dance? Do your dance quick, mama. Come on, baby. Tell me, what's the word? Ah, what up? Everybody, say when you'll hear the call, you got to get it underway. What up? It's the code word. No matter where you say it, you'll know you'll be the herd. Now, all you sucker DJs, you think you'll fly? There got to be the reason. We all know the reason why. And act real cool, but you got to realize that you're acting like fools. There's music, we can use it. We need to dance. We don't have the time for psychological romance. No romance, no romance, no romance for mama. So come on, baby, tell me what's the word. Oh, the word. Everybody say the word, and I hear the call. You got to get underway. Word up. Word Word up. We just learned that the average household will go to the grocery store 73 times per year. That's not very much. No, that doesn't seem very often. I go 73 times in a week, I I feel like. Wow. That's a lot. I'm just kidding. Well, I'm I'm exaggerating. Let's look at this like this. There's 52 weeks in a year. How often do you think you actually go to the store per week? Probably every other day. Oh, my gosh. Three three times a week. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I order groceries on the Walmart app once every two weeks. Every time I get paid, I order groceries. I like to go to the store. I don't. Really? I mean, if I'm, like, clothes shopping or shopping for, like, household items, I like to go to the store. If I'm grocery store shopping, no, I'll just order that stuff online. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I was inside of Walmart, and uh, I pride myself on this. <laughs> it's become a thing. I truly try to stay out of it. I just don't like Walmart. But um, for no reason whatsoever. It's uh, I just haven't gone in for a while. My wife does all the shopping, and, uh, and she goes to Sam's Club a lot. But I'm like, I realized after a while, I'm like, whoa, I haven't been inside of Walmart in a while. I'm going to see how long I can last. And it's been a while. And I like it. Good job. And uh, But I've been to Target uh, a couple times. I don't mind that. I don't mind Target. Um, and I also don't mind other stores like Shields, Cabela's, mostly Shields, and other stores like that. But uh, I had a dilemma the last time I went to Walmart. The meat market. Because I scan and go. I take my big 31 bag and I load my groceries in it and I scan all the groceries as I go, that way on the way out, I just scan the barcode at the self-checkout and off I go. Well, the last time I did that, the app froze on me. And so I had to restart it and all the stuff in my scan and go basket were gone. 
And so wow. my battery was at 2%, Oops. and I had to rescan everything and barely made it out in wow. time. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty Speed wild. Speed scanning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was sweating. Yeah. And and Michael was there with me. He was, like, handing me stuff, and we were completely stressed out because my card is saved in the app. I don't mm-hmm. know how I would have paid. I didn't have my wallet with me. So. But, uh, well, yeah, pretty yeah. scary. Apple Pay or something like that. Wrote a check. Well, my phone was dead. It was about to die. Oh, yeah, that would have been fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, I could just left, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But now, in that situation, would you have just left the grocery cart full of groceries and just walked out? I would yes. have I would have set it there, went and charged my phone for a couple minutes in the car, and then came back. Oh, there's some thinking. So I think I would have been embarrassed and just left. Same. <laughs> I actually you probably not yeah. as much embarrassed as irritated and frustrated and left. After all that work, hunting down everything on my list, I was not going yeah. to give up. Are you the type of person that really does make a list, or you just go in with a mental list? I make the list on the app, and then I delete it as I go. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, that's good shopping. See, I think my mom sends my dad, makes a list, whether it be a, via a piece of paper, because she sure as heck can make an electronic for him, and then I think he goes and does all the shopping and stuff, gives him something to do. But yeah, and and then, you know, my wife, I don't know what she does, but she overbuys and stocks our cabinets and stuff with a bunch of stuff we don't need. That's what I do. That's what I do. So yeah, it's cool. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Real or Fake, and I'm up this week to be the host. And the topic today is famous people. I'm going to give you a name. You tell me if it's real or fake. I need somebody to keep score. You've got a piece of paper. Oh, you're going to use your fingers. Okay. Are we ready, ladies and gentlemen? That's the only time I'm going to ask. Yes. Okay. Fake. Famous person number one, Benedict Cumberbatch. Real. Mm. Real. Okay, Mm. starting out easy. Number two, Biff Buffington. Fake. Fake. Wow, good job. Uh, Number three, Dick Butkus. Fake. Uh, That's real. Dick Butkus. It's real. That's fake. No, Brandon gets a point. Wow. I don't know if I pronounced it right. Is it butt kiss? It is. I mean, you're saying it like butt kiss. Like yeah. it's two words. It's one word, butt kiss. <laughs> All right, next up here, Prudence Puddle Flop. That's fake. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Puddle Flop? That's unfortunate. Prudence Puddle Flop. I'm going to go fake. You are both correct. That is a fake name. Next up, Teller. Teller. That's it? Tell her what? Teller, it's the name. Um, uh, I'm gonna say real. Yeah, real. You're both correct. You Three know years. the magician, Ben and Teller. Oh yeah, yeah. Fancy pack. Sorry, fancy pants McJiggles. <laughs> that's, that's fake, or it's a clown name. Fancy pants McJiggles. Real. Fake. Summer is correct. Mm. We're tied. We're tied. Okay. Next up, rip torn. Rip torn. Rip torn. Fake. Rip torn pair of jeans. Fake. That is real. Come on, guys. The next one, pudding popsicle. I had a cat named Pudding. <laughs> pudding popsicle, real or fake? Real. Real. That is fake. <laughs> well, guys. Next up, Chuckles. Oh, Chuckles. Real. He's a clown. Yeah, Chuckles with Chuckles. He was at my kid's birthday. You're both saying real? That is fake. Oh, no. He, <laughs> Come on, guys. For my kid's birthday. Next up, Dizzy Doodlebug. Mm. Yeah, I Is that a famous you. person, real or fake? He came with uh, Chuckles with Chuckles. 
Real. Real? Fake. Summer gets a point. Wow, she's winning. Okay. Next up, Coco Chanel. Real. It's real. Yep, you are correct. And finally, last one. Moon Unit Zappa. (laughs) Fake. Real. Wow. Good job, Brandon. It's the daughter of musician Frank Zappa. You're tied? All right, we need one more. Okay, final one here. It is Mindy Kaling. Real. Oh, yeah. That's real. Her movies are great. Okay, that is correct. We got to do one more. Jaeger Snow. I'm going to say real. Well, Summer gets a point, and she wins! How's it feel to be a loser, Brandon? New show out there. We were talking about it yesterday, Naked Attraction. It's a British dating show where they actually choose each other by their naked bodies. Yeah, how weird. It's on HBO Max, or they call it Max now. And Brandon and Megan sat down and watched it last night. So how did it go? Oh, yeah. By sitting down to watch it, we had some things going on. So we didn't get home and from our errands and crap until later. So we lay down in bed because we didn't want to watch it with the kids. And uh, <laughs> Not a family show. No. And uh, we turned it on in the bedroom. And to be 100% honest, we turned it on. Me and the wife were kind of excited about it. And we're watching it. And it was a girl looking for uh, a dude and so here's these dudes you know and the door comes up to their midsection and it was neat and i'm talking to the wife i'm like okay which one would you kick off because it's once it comes up they've got to kick someone out like to move on like okay. to bring the door up higher like vote someone off kind of thing right okay and uh, oh you've got to bring the door up you've got to let someone go and, you know <laughs> that kind of thing and so in the, i was kind of nice how quick it kind of moves so let's move along all of a sudden it moves up to the chest and you can see the abs what i think is kind of crazy is one how comfortable they are about talking about just everything because everything is out they are completely naked and they're talking about everything comfortably like all of it um the bum all of it you know and then he comes up to the abdomen, and it's it's weird how much the human body changes the more <laughs> you reveal. You know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden, a guy got chubby. And honestly, from his waist down, he didn't look chubby. And then all of a sudden, he kind of was. And I'm like, oh. And then this one guy was, like, super nerdy. He had no muscle whatsoever, but it, it didn't notice that from the waist down. So it was just kind of weird. That part was kind of cool to see, I guess. Um, and then you reveal their faces, and you're like, some of it was like, and some of it was like, wah, wah, <laughs> you know? And so that part was kind of funny. Um, but I'll be honest, we made it to the to the reveal of the faces, and all of a sudden, I woke up an hour later, <laughs> and I was like, huh? Oh, no. And it was like a totally different person picking random other people. So we both fell asleep and didn't even watch the rest of it. It's wow. All, I don't know. So it wasn't as exciting as we all pictured. Um, I mean, I mean, we've all seen people naked before, I think, and uh, it was fun. But I mean, it was like mm. you guys get to see people naked. Yeah, <laughs> what? I don't know. It is kind of it's interesting. It is a fun show. I think it's a great spin. But I I don't know if we were both just that tired. It was the end of the night kind of thing. So we were like, we're good. <laughs> all <laughs> we in just all, fell asleep. it's not a show to warm up to. It's a show to fall asleep to. Yeah, it's a good, you know, snooze fest. Wake up to in the middle of the night and be like, oh, this is different. It's time for Stupid Headlines. 
Okay, today's stupid headline involves a lot of people's favorite artist. Okay. So this is a tough one. It's Jelly Roll. Ooh, I love him. Here it is. Jelly Roll's new tattoo has a special significance. Okay. Don't most tattoos have a special significance? Well, they're supposed to. I mean, if you're putting something permanent on your body, you would think that it has some form of meaning to it. Mm Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Other than just looking cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Not out of a book? Yeah. Right? I've got a couple that are out of a book. Do you? I do. That's okay. But how can we make this headline better? Jelly Roll's new tattoo has a special significance. Okay, so I'm thinking that it's probably a face tattoo. Okay. And, you know, he's already got a few. And he's got a cross on his face. So I'm thinking he got another cross to make his face more symmetrical. And that is the special significance that he's trying to improve. Which I I don't think Jelly Roll looks bad, don't get me wrong. But I'm thinking that he just wants to be more symmetrical. So to make this headline better, it should read, Jelly Roll's new tattoo is a face tattoo to make his face more symmetrical. Yeah. (laughs) That's That's an article I would read. Yeah. Okay. What about you? I would say Jelly Roll's new tattoo has a special significance because it's on his butt. Okay. Like Brandon's. It yeah. probably says property of bunny. Yes. Or maybe it says better going out than going in. Oh my. Let's play Never Have I Ever Summer. Okay. Just you and I. Let's see what happens. All right. Can I go first? Yeah. So we're going to give a statement of something we've never done. And if one of us has done it, we have to sound our buzzer. Here's mine and here's yours. All right. You're going to get us started? Yeah. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. Never have I ever cried at the gym. Oh. You've done that? Yes, I have. (gasps) Amy? Well, if you didn't know, I was a personal trainer back in the day. I actually had a really nice body. You still do. (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) Yes, you do. But I worked out for a living, so I was in really good shape, and I decided I wanted to do a fitness competition, and I worked with Mr. Arizona. Wow. And so he started to train me. And he wanted to break me down, kind of like the military does. Yeah, okay, And I get so it. he got me in the cage. He put 150 pounds on the on the bar and made me squat. And I s- continued to squat for 10 minutes straight. And every time that I tried to stop, he would say, keep going, Amy, or you're going to start over. And so I was squatting this 150 pounds for 10 minutes, and I was crying and dr- like dripping sweat and tears all over the mat. And I I remember being it's it was so euphoric. I could hear people in the background going, "Oh my gosh!" You know, oh, you know, it was crazy. And I'll, I'll never forget that moment. And I did it. Well, I'm proud of you. That's amazing. That's like squatting more than me. Yeah, it is. Wow. I could squat you. You could squat. <laughs> we'll try after. I'll never forget that moment, but it, it was it definitely changed me. Oh, I love that. Made me you know, realize how much I could do. How powerful you really are. Yes. Wow. Oh, I guess it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mine is never have I ever been on house arrest. Yes. Summer. I see. I I already knew the answer to this, and that's why I brought it up. I just wanted you to share the story because it's so cool. You're such a naughty fugitive. Just a bad kid. I was. I was a bad kid. Okay. So, you know how I went to a rehab facility, not for drugs, it was for behavioral. I have a authority problem. You were like cashmere side. Yes. Okay. So, I went to this rehab facility in Omaha, Nebraska, and I ran away twice in the same day. 
with a boy. Made it from Omaha, Nebraska to Colorado Springs, Colorado. And um, I got pregnant on the run. Called mom and dad. They had to come pick me up. And they took me back to a juvenile detention center because I was a fugitive. Of course, see? I I was on the run. So they took me back there. And then when I finally got to go home from that juvenile detention center, I was placed on house arrest while I was pregnant. Oh. Because I was on juvenile parole. Not many people can say they've done that. No, 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 no. And um, actually, here's a good part of the story. I did so well on juvenile parole. Like I did, went to all my meetings, passed all my tests, just was became a very outstanding young citizen. You were a good naughty girl. I was a good naughty girl. And uh, my probation officer, she didn't like me much because I really think that she thought that I was going to mess things up and she was going to get to put me away for a while. Uh Not the case. I actually got a phone call from the judge saying that on, like, I want to say it was Thanksgiving, that I was, that I have done so well and that I am his success case that I was allowed to cut off my ankle bracelet and I was being released from juvenile parole early. You are so inspiring. <laughs> You're like a female jelly roll. Oh, look at that. Look at you. Yeah. Look at that. Two inspiring stories. Oh, I love it. It's back in the day in the RC trivia. How well do you know? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, D-Ray is going to try to trick us here. Oh, stop ya. Yeah. A little back in the day in the RC Trivia. Well, it's now a Starbucks. But back in the day, this was a popular restaurant in the Alex Johnson Hotel. What was it called? It's now the Starbucks. But back in the day, there was a restaurant in that space at the Alex Johnson Hotel. What was it called? Hmm. It's time for a tour of fall summer. Can you get your scroll out and put me to the test? Okay, well, this one is digital. I have it on the computer today. I feel alone. I know. So I'm going to test you. Okay. All right. The tongue is the only part of the human body with taste buds. True or false? True. False. Whatever. That's a lie. Taste buds primarily cover your tongue. To a lesser extent, you also have taste buds on the roof of your mouth and in your throat. Okay. Well, one point for you, zero for me. Okay. One more. Walt Disney holds the record for the most Oscars. True or false? True. Okay. For the extra point. How many has he won? 50. Well, he has won 26 Academy Awards, four of which were honorary, honor, honorary, and was nominated for a grand total of 59. Oh! So pretty close, pretty close. All right, last one. Okay, we're tied. Prince William. He plays the guitar, piano, and cello. True or false? True. False. No! His father, King Charles. King. What a failure. Uh, nah. You did good. Thank you. You beat me, though. I always, I jumped the gun, and I answered too quickly without thinking them through. Well, I wouldn't have known those unless Google told me, so. Yeah, so you're not as smart as you think. Well, that's debatable. (laughs) You're smart for a fugitive. Yeah, there's that. It's back in the day in the RC trivia. How well do you know? We're back to find out what the Starbucks in the Alex Johnson was back in the day. What restaurant? It was called The Landmark. The Landmark? Landmark restaurant. Sounds fancy. Uh, it was very nice. It was fancy. It was a fancy restaurant. That's right. What kind of food? Everything. You know, a lot of steaks, that sort of thing. Yeah, it was very typical, you know, mm. Rapid City 
higher-end restaurant. Yeah, the Landmark. Did you ever eat there? Oh, yeah. As a kid, yeah. What was so, your favorite thing to order? I think I liked the burger there. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I have a burger right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm hungry now. So we've been talking about good neighbors and bad neighbors because it's Be a Good Neighbor Day. And I actually did have a really bad neighbor at one time, but they did end up being friends. Okay. What happened? Well, this was several years ago when I lived in Arizona, and they would party almost every night. Oh, I hate that. I mean, the trash would come and collect their trash, and all you hear was... The clanking of beer bottles? Yeah, just glass beer bottles hitting the trash truck or garbage truck. It was crazy. That's all they ever did was drink, drink, drink. And they would let off fireworks in the middle of the night, and and they would wake us up. And the fireworks would land in the pool and stain the bottom of the pool. Oh. I hated them so much. There was even nights where I just wanted to cry because I just wanted to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And they were blaring the music, screaming, and all kinds of stuff. And then finally one night, I was I just went over there, and I just started hanging out with them. <laughs> If you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. And then they ended up becoming good friends. They were actually a lot of fun. And then I probably became a part of the problem for the other neighbors. Oh, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) We would ride go-karts up and down the road in the middle of the night and all kinds of crazy stuff. This was when I was a lot younger. Keep that in mind. I I can still picture you doing that stuff now. But it really was one of those moments. If you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. But looking back at it, man, they were jerks. Hey, Pooty Poo. It's our favorite uh, guy. Hello. Who is this? It's the Roadhouse. Just Amy and Summer. No Brandon. Ah, no Brandon Jones. They already get better. <laughs> 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 what do you lovely ladies want from Pooty Poot? So, Pooty Poo, today is National Good Neighbor Day. Yes. And I was just curious, how are you a good neighbor? Well, I am beyond good neighbor. Uh, you may not know this, but uh, early on in career, I had a children's show called Vladimir Putin's Neighborhood. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I would come into house, and I would remove shirt, and I would sing song. It's beautiful day in neighborhood, beautiful day for neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> it was children's show. We went to land of make-believe, which was basically a, it was, it was, it was a prison, but it was still... It was Wait, hold, it was a hold nice on. place with hand puppy whiz. Isn't that Mr. Rogers? No, no, no. He's, 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 he's Vladimir Putin's neighborhood. Okay. Yes, he's Vladimir. He's better than Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers is a little swishy, you know what I'm saying? Same <laughs> song. Huh? Same song. No, no, it's not same song. It's different song because I would be singing it in Russian. I merely do translation for you. It is that simple. But uh, so that was good show, uh, Mr. Putin's neighborhood. Uh, but I tell you, I am very good neighbor. Okay. Yes, I, I am excellent neighbor. As a matter of fact, for example, Ukraine is neighbor. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I was curious about that. Yes, uh, they, uh, they, uh, the old saying is, I don't know if they have it in America, probably because they steal everything like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood from Russia, but uh, they, they said the, the old saying is, good fences make good neighbors. 
is different than Russia. Good invasions. Make good invasions. <laughs> oh, a little backwards. Hey, let's go down. A little backwards. Yeah. We just learned that people take more selfies with their dogs than they do with their partners. Yeah. And I think you just take more selfies in general. Who, me? Yeah, you're a selfie person. I like... It depends on how I'm feeling that day. Today... Nah, I'm not going to take the selfies because I'm looking like a hot mess. No, you're not. It's just a, it's just a tad. But yesterday, I was looking pretty good because we had to get our picture taken and all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm going to take a couple selfies of myself. Because you got to think about it. Once you get older, you can look back and be like, dang, I look good. Here's a question. What's up? If you're taking a selfie of yourself and somebody walks by and says, oh, do you want me to take the picture? What do you say? No. Why? Because I take a better picture. <laughs> because it's at the right, you're holding the camera up high. At the right angle. Yeah. It makes me look better. I get it. And if somebody else takes the picture, no, it's, it's getting deleted. Yeah, it's not very flattering. And I'm going to, when they're not looking, I'm going to turn it into a selfie. Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> D-Ray. Give us a dummy of the day. All right. I'm well, need. we're going to go international, but not far away. We didn't get to see it together. Okay. We're going to go international, international. but so not too better. far away. We're going up to Canada. Oh, now uh, Amy would know who this individual is because we do the daily slice, the news podcast every day. Follow it wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> nice plug. Thank ah! you. Uh, president Vladimir Zelensky, who is the president of... Ukraine. Very good. Thanks, Amy. Yeah, I knew that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, President of Ukraine was visiting Canada, and they had a big uh, big event. He's speaking before Parliament, both houses of Parliament in Canada, and they invited a special guest, a Canadian. He's actually a Ukrainian-Canadian hero, Ukrainian hero and Canadian hero, who Speaker Anthony Rota invited to attend the speech. He was introduced, like I said, a Ukrainian hero, a Canadian hero, a veteran of the Second World War who fought for Ukraine independence against the Russians and continues to support the troops today, even at his age of 98. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. D-Ray was getting excited. I know. that. Yeah. Even yes, then. Right? He was um, from the Ukrainian city of Brzezinski, and he fought in the fir- with the 1st Ukrainian Division wow. in World War II. Impressive. That's right. When is this going to go south? Uh, right now. <laughs> because the 1st Ukrainian Division was a name that was previously given to a division previously called the 14th Waffen-Gradia Division of the SS. What? Yep, he's a Nazi. Oh, no! Oh, yes! He's a Nazi. Oh, no. man. Oh, Apparently, they did not properly vet this guy. His name is Yaroslav Hunka. They didn't vet Mr. Hunka. And they now, of course, rightfully so, Jewish organizations are up in arms about it. Other people are up in arms about it. And they don't... Yeah, and... Uh, but, oh, newsflash, a uh, news update, rather. Uh, Speaker Rota has resigned from his office over the affair. Are you Whoa. serious? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's something that's more than, you know, just a sorry. Yeah. It's more than one dummy. Okay, what's this girlfriend effect thing you're talking about? So I read an article, and it's called The Girlfriend Effect. And apparently it's where men who have girlfriends are more attractive to females than they are without a girlfriend. 
And I kind of get it because so like reading into this article a little more, it talks about how men with girlfriends, they put a little more effort into their appearance and they it also gives them more confidence. And I think confidence is key to looking attractive. Or is it because the girlfriend starts dressing him? That was the other thing that I was thinking <laughs> about, too. So what, what do you think, Amy? Do you think that guys that have women? Because think about it like this. You're not you're it. That's like a no, no. You're not supposed to find them attractive because they have a lady. I think you're right, because when you look at a guy and he's just like, eh, but you see him with, you know, a pretty good looking woman. It kind of makes him look better. Yeah. Like, it, what is like, she seeing him? Exactly. Especially if his girlfriend is very attractive. Then you're like, wow, she's gorgeous. Look at this guy. Wonder what he's got going on. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's got some secrets, I think. I think you're right. Yeah, it's the girlfriend effect. Huh? Is, that's a new, is it a new term or has that been around? I mean, I, th- I think it's probably been around, but it's just recently trending. Uh, it's gone viral. There's videos of a woman that's showing photos of her boyfriend before and then after and people commenting on how he is much more attractive after he started dating her. But people also say that maybe it's because he has matured in the pictures and in the before pictures he kind of looks like a teenager do you think so. it's the same for a guy with a boyfriend or yeah. is it different no i think it's probably the same if they have a partner because that's still you're not you know what i mean they're off limits you're not it should be called the partner effect then yeah i agree <laughs> okay so what did you find out about the effect and effect because i don't understand the difference between the two okay Affect with A-F-F-E-C-T is commonly used as a verb, meaning to influence or produce change. And effect with an E is primarily used as a noun representing the results or consequences of an action. So affect would mean you're affecting something like you're making change with an A. Okay. And effect is the change that you made oh okay does that make sense that's a lot of thinking to do that is that's going to take a lot of practice for my brain well we can work on it okay since it's national coffee day and um you guys are tired of my favorite song oh don't do it again (laughs) i'm leaving i love torturing you guys with this song oops mr waiter i'm a coffee pot I've never been so jealous of Brandon before in my life. Because he can mute it? Yes. Okay, give us your coffee facts. Okay, each year the world consumes roughly 10 billion kilos of coffee. Wow, what's a kilo? Uh, Isn't that drugs? Yeah, I was going to say slang for drugs. No, it's a, it's a, it's a measurement. Weight. It's a weight. <laughs> <laughs> can I get a kilo of coffee? That makes me sound like I'm a fugitive. Maybe it's Colombian coffee. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> And 53% of people said that d- the deciding factor when buying coffee is taste, which that's an obvious one, I think. Yeah, the coffee around here tastes like feet. I just made coffee, and are you telling me it still tastes like feet? A little bit, yeah. Well, I'm done. I'm never making coffee again. I had to put again. extra pumpkin spice. Oh. Consuming mm. three cups of coffee per day uh, reduces your risk of cardiovascular disease by 19%. It would also make my soul jump out of my skin. If I had that many cups of coffee, yes. I am only allotted one a day. Otherwise, my anxiety gets a little crazy. Yeah. All right, last one. The coffee industry is expected to reach global revenues of $585 billion in 2025. Wow. Coffee's, wow. coffee's trending. 
Coffee is uh, coffee has always been trending. Yeah, even way back when. Yeah. When did coffee know. start? You want me to look that up? Yeah. Do do. Should I put the coffee song while no, we wait? No, for- no, no. Negative ghost writer. <laughs> what if I can't help it? What if my fingers just have to push it? Oh, I'm I'm leaving. I tell you. Come on. Okay. Coffee oh, plants. Yep. Coffee plants reached the new world during the early 18th century. Though the drink really didn't become popular until the Boston Tea Party in 1773. The Boston Tea Party? When making a switch from tea to coffee became something of a patriotic duty. Wow. So coffee is patriotic. Would it make it the Boston Coffee Party? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No. I think they named that incorrectly. They were confused. Okay, we're back. Annie the AI has written a song about coffee for Brandon to perform. He actually is not using the Studio 4B out-of-tune guitar today. He actually has a really nice-sounding guitar. I'm kind of excited. It's kind of beautiful. Listen to that. Wow. Let us have it whenever you're ready, Brandon. Oh, you're ready? Oh, okay. Sorry, I got lost in an actual real guitar. Um, (laughs) All right, let's do this thing, huh? What do you say? Sure. Well, gather around, folks. Let me tell you. Whoops. Well, gather around, folks. Let me sing to you. About the day I'll hold to your national coffee day. From the hills to the hollers on city avenues. <laughs> Coffee's the brew that keeps us kicking is true. It's National Coffee Day. Grab your favorite cup. Fill it up. That Java never get enough. From sunrise to the morning, it's twilight's hush. And we're raising our mugs and we're feeling the rush. Ooh, chills. <laughs> <laughs> Verse two, buckle oh, up. There's another one. In the early wow. light, there's Rooster's Crow. That's the first sip of coffee. Oh, it's warm and souls, and it's daily rituals of fairly friends. But from the start of the day until the very end, oh, you know, baby, it's National Coffee Day, so grab your favorite cup, all crud, and fill it up at a job I never get enough. From the sunrise of the morning to the twilight's hush, we're raising the mugs and we're feeling the rush. Wow. Wow. It's almost like a like a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. Level. <laughs> yeah. Like there for you go. Folgers. Would you prefer that song or this one? One, two, three, <laughs> four. I'm muted. I love tea. I love the Java Java and it loves me. You don't have to turn it up. Hello? Is this my sweet little long-haired blondie, Wyatt? Yes. Wyatt, it's Grandma Hasselback. Hi, Grandma. How are you doing? I'm just lovely, dear. I was calling to try and get your Christmas wish list in order. Oh, man. I have so many. Okay, so first of all, I need Lego Star Wars Death Star. The Death Star Lego Kit. 
Okay, I've got it on my list. Yes. And can you also get me a chihuahua? And I want one eye to be bigger than the other. Oh, grandson. That's quite the hefty wish list there. Well, can you do it or not, Grandma? Go ahead. You know, Grandma will do anything for you, little sweet pea. Oh, thanks, Grandma. What about, are you still needing those Barbie girl underoos? No, I kind of, <clears throat> I've kind of been transitioning into banana hammocks recently. Oh, okay. Do you want the pink ones? Please. Silky or see-through? Silky and smooth. Silky and smooth. What about your stocking? Do you still like those little scratch cards that Grandma gets you where you win a dollar? Yep, yep. I really do like those lottery tickets. Um, if you want, you could you could put those in there still. Or we could just have a Christmas outing to the casino, you and me. Oh, grandson, that, that's my favorite. We'll go play slots, Grandma. We'll go play the slutes? We'll go play the slut, slots, I mean, I'm sorry. Grandson, you can't take Grandma along on that journey. Hey, it's time to let the cat out. Here's your weekly recap of all your Hollywood idiots. The cat is out of the bag. Amazon might start charging a fee for Alexa. How many women do you expect me to pay for? Replied Kevin Costner. Wow. New York City consumes the most cannabis in the world. So if you see a New Yorker uh, hysterically giggling for no reason, it's Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> totally true. NASA unveiled a map that monitors dirty air. It also functions as a tracking device for Post Malone. <laughs> it's like tracking Santa. The Golden Globes added a category for best stand-up comedian on television, and the leading contender is President Biden's last press conference. I'm just going to go to bed. Good night, Moon. I have ice cream. Tom Brady said he's down 10 pounds since retiring from football. In other words, he's still guilty of deflating. <laughs> Travis Kelsey's ex-girlfriend says he's a cheater. He denies it. I guess we'll find out the truth when Taylor Swift writes her next album. <laughs> and finally, Rolls-Royce is discontinuing gas-powered vehicles. From now on, their cars will run exclusively on the tears of the poor. And that is the tattoos. Paul's Pool House, we rack them, you stack them. This is 8-Ball. How can I help you? Is this my little Terrence? I'm sorry, who are you looking for? Terrence, little T-Stone. Oh, yes, hold on, let me let me get him one second. <laughs> hey, T-Stone, you got a phone call. Tell him I'm not here. Uh, I think they already know you're here. Tell him I'm not here. Hold on, he's here. Yes, hello? <laughs> this is T-Stone. Hi, little T-Stone. Is Grandma Hasso back? Oh, Grandma. Well, I don't go by Little T-Stone anymore, Grandma. It's just T-Stone. Oh, well, you'll always be my Little T-Stone. <laughs> uh, you I'm... get one picture of me in the bathtub, and you never let it go, Grandma. It's my favorite picture with all the bubbles in your boats. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could never fit the rings on my ding-dong, Grandma. That was your dad's problem, too. <laughs>
So you had to bring that up. Well, Dr. BJ's not here. He actually is traveling on the road with you, Brandon? Yeah, he's on the road with me. I had to go wake him up, but he's in. He gets. He's in. Okay, Doctor BJ. Jeez, how's the? Sit, I'm right here. Oh. I'll sit down. Okay, fine. At least we don't have, have to smell seat. him this week. Is he in his pajamas? I wish, I wish he had more on. I'll tell you that. I have plenty of clothes on. It is fine. It is fine. And we have to share a microphone, and this one stinks. <laughs> no, it doesn't actually. <laughs> it smells like lavender because amy sprayed it with lavender a long time ago you call that lavender let me hit it with some of this sex paint oh no Oof. no no absolutely not okay go ahead dr bj are you gonna share some stuff are you girls ready in there yeah we're ready yeah i just want more more of what never mind what's the matter nothing i don't know what she wants i wish he would just figure it out good morning ladies and gentlemen i'm dr bj on the road with brandon <laughs> Which sucks, by the way. <laughs> you know, as I was uh, sitting and uh, hanging out in the crowd, minding my own business, drinking a peach cobbler sunrise with lime <laughs> last night at the Crazy Rose, I realized that dancing in love is one insane. You can really judge a lot by a person on how they dance, but not everything. Some want to just dance fast. Some fool around too long on the, at the start. Some, I'm not sure if they ever really learn how to dance, or maybe it's their first time dancing, you know? Some quit because they get a cramp. <laughs> Some are done before the song's intro even gets uh, going. <laughs> but but dancing and uh, responding to someone's movement and music or allowing them to take control is a good way to learn about a man or ladies, the gentleman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if the women... Don't let you lead, uh, gentlemen. Then uh, I think you know a lot about that woman, and she ain't gonna make you sandwiches. <laughs> oh, Summer, you I'm gonna have to hit, hit you. Me. You can't hit me. That's not fair. I won't. I won't hit you, Doctor BJ. But at the same token, we're good here. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Doctor BJ, and if loving another is wrong, then I don't want to be right. <laughs> Let's go get a sandwich. Yeah. Well. Well, Grandma's calling because it's almost Christmas, and I need it's to... Not even, it's not even Halloween yet. I am getting ready. I need your stocking stuffer ideas. We still got to get through Halloween and Thanksgiving before we even think about Christmas, Grandma. No, no, no. Don't you argue with me, little T-Stone. <laughs> Grandma, I, I, I can't... You can't take away my turkey. I didn't know turkey's coming. Turkey's coming, but Grandma likes to get ready early. Okay, all so, right. I'll... Do you do you still wear the Superman panties, the little underoos? Oh, the under. <laughs> um, no, I outgrew all of those. Um, so you need new ones. Is that what you're saying? You know, I always wait till Christmas time because I know you're going to get me something special, Grandma, and I really do need some new Superman undies. Perfect. And some socks. The tube socks. Um, but can you get the really, really, I don't like the tube socks. I like the little short ones that fall into your shoe. Those Th are fun. Those are, those are so impractical. <laughs> well, Grandma knows best. Grandma so does know. I be wearing knee-high tube socks. Then. Grandma does know best. It's good for your circulation. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I do need that, Grandma. I'm getting older. <laughs>
It's time for Mary, Kill, or Mate. And Brandon, it's your turn this week. Summer's chosen three celebrities from you for you to choose from. You gotta pick one to marry, pick one to kill, and pick one to mate. Are you ready for this list, Brandon? Am I ever Sandra Bernhard? The redhead, right? Okay. Yep. Vern mm-hmm. Troyer, you know, that's mini me. Mm-hmm. And Richard Keel. And Richard Keel is the guy off a of Happy Gilmore with a nail in his head. Well, does he currently still have a nail in his head? No. Oh, okay. Um. Well, you know, Richard, I'm gonna have to gonna have to let you go, Richard. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna mate Sandra, and I'm gonna marry Vern. You know, because nothing like a run around with Minnie Me <laughs> all the time. Maybe he could grow a beard, and you could carry him around. He could be your sidekick. Yeah, yeah. Your little garden gnome. Yeah. Yep. On my way to get one million dollars. <laughs> All right. Are you behaving yourself or do I need to come down there and straighten you out? Oh, of course I'm being good. I'm always good. I'm your little angel. Okay. I remember that one time with the fireworks and the bullfrogs. Um, did you, you didn't record that, did you? It's, it's forever in my memory. Okay, okay. Well, that that's just between us, Grandma. No, God was watching, too. Damn it. Damn it. T-Stone, that language, yeah. like, Grandma just won't have it. Oh, uh, I'm so sorry, Grandma. I mean, shoot. Shucks. Dang. <laughs> okay, well, um, I, I don't need straightening out. I think I just need that baby oil and as much of it as you can send, and I'll be good. All right. Well, you've got it, little sweetie. You might, you might need the tube socks, uh, though. <laughs> you know what? You're absolutely right. Please. And it's only in the interest of circulation. So, yes, the tube socks and the jumbo baby oil. <laughs> Anything for you, little T-Stone. I'll see you oh. at Christmas time. Oh, oh, thank you, Grandma. I'll be, I'll be ready for you. I love you. <laughs> oh, I love you, too. Goodbye now. Goodbye now. <laughs> Goodbye. You got your phones ready? Always. How many times a day do you take your phone out to snap a picture? Not not very often. It really depends on the day and what I'm doing. Well, a new poll found the average is six times a day. Wow. It also found the average American currently has almost 3,000 photos saved on their phone. I am not the average American. And the most common pictures are shots of friends and family, selfies, and pictures of pets. So I want to know how many pictures you guys have on your phone right now. No lying, Brandon. <clears throat> Don't lie about it. Well, where do you find out how many pictures? At the you bottom. Have? If you go to your album or whatever, all your pictures, at the bottom, I have 3,527 photos and 503 videos. Oh my gosh. That's it for videos? Yeah. What about you, Brandon? I have uh, 3,400 photos, wow, whatever. Yeah. But How many videos? But I drop everything up. I back everything up in a Dropbox folder and delete. So I think I have like seven or 8,000 photos in that. Wow. Okay. Currently on my phone, I have 5,242 photos and 4,407 videos. Holy cow, Amy. I have a problem. This sounds like it. Oh, my gosh. I almost double... What the average American has. Well, you're not average either. But I do a lot of photos here in the studio for our Instagram story. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, and I and I think too, there's a, there's a good way of like going in. It might be on your phone. I can't remember how to get there. I'd have to do it. But it uh, there's a way to go in there and, and delete duplicates or photos that look the same. Because you know how sometimes you take three or four photos, or somebody will you'll say, "Hey, take a photo of us," and they take like six. Yeah. So this it'll go through there and it'll it'll bring them all up, and you can delete them. So it'll like. You know, because you go back and you got 5,000 photos, and out of those 5,000 photos, probably 2,000 of them are that. And you're like, I really only need one of those. So you could delete a lot of those photos that you don't need. I need to go do that. So do clean I. it up. Yeah. I have videos from the rally th- four years ago on my phone because I make videos on our social medias. I, I need to delete mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Probably a good idea. Or back them up, like Dropbox, or do what I do. I bought that. I bought that like couple terabytes of storage on my on my cloud, mm-hmm. and never used it. <clears throat> so that's always great. It was good. I'm not shocked by the 87 percent of married couples meeting after high school. No, Mm-mm. because us three, you know, we all we all met our significant others way after high school. Yes, we did. But the 13% that did, wow. Those are the special ones. My parents met in high school. They were high school sweethearts. They've been married over 50 years. That's cute. Yeah. I think like 52 years now. Jeez, that's almost too long. (laughs) No, it's not. That's the way you're supposed to do it. Uh, And you you met your first wife in high school? Well, she was, yeah. Um, I was just out of high school. Yeah, I met her at a go-kart track, actually. But, yeah, she was still in high school, so kind of like high school sweethearts. Well, that's cool. Yeah. There's a couple people that I went to high school with that dated and are still together, and their kids are off to college and everything. There's there's a few people that I went to high school with, too, that started dating, like, freshman year, and they've wow. been together ever since. It's I'm envious. Yeah. That's so neat that you grew up together. Yeah. It just, it's unfortunate. You know what I mean? You don't, it's like going to the buffet and, and you pay for everything, but you only go get the salad. You know what I mean? Like you don't go sample any of the desserts or anything. You don't go try the, there's a shrimp or what about the chocolate fountain? You don't go try the, the steak. You, you don't, you don't go try the weird stuff in that dish that nobody knows what it is, but everybody takes a little bit on their plate. You know what I mean? You don't do anything. You just stay at the salad bar. But you paid for the whole buffet. I think you do get the whole buffet. You just eat it together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you guys, I did a thing. You both know about it, but I haven't announced it on the show yet. And I think we need yeah. to make it meow official. Meow official? Yes. Ooh. Yeah, I, a little pooty to cash. Yes, I adopted a little kitty cat. Little kitty cat, Aww. Karen. Yes, we, we know I lost my dog, and it's been really hard at home, and Karen has really helped my heart a little bit. It's I mean, it's still hard, but she's kind of, she distracts the love that I feel, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we named her Karen because all she does is walk around and meow. She's just constantly asking for the manager, mm. and so we're like, that's Karen. I like it. Yeah. That's clever. That's, that's Karen. Good. She is so cute. She's a tabby. She's got a little bit of calico in her. Got her from a place for meow rescue. So I feel really good about that. And I looked at several pictures of the kittens. And when I saw the picture of Karen, my heart jumped out of my chest. That's important. Yeah. So she's definitely the one for me. 
I love that. And she loves to cuddle. You can't love her fast enough. She's like one of those cats that rubs her head all over you and, mm-hmm. and crawls and cuddles with your neck and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty special. I like how they, I like how they vibrate or whatever. The, the, <laughs> the pur- purring. You know that purring is yeah. supposed to be healing? It is. It yeah. is. So cute. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. She I'm, hasn't done. I manifested it. She hasn't done anything really naughty yet. Although this morning she did unravel all of the toilet paper in the bathroom. Oh, I've never had a cat go. do that before. I've had a cat do that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Good it's kitty. a toy. It is. It's like yeah, she having a toddler. Cat. She got in trouble. Good. Put it and cat. my husband and son are both allergic. Oh, well, it's a good thing you got the cat for you. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's been taking allergy medicine and. And so that's really kind of him because I've always wanted a cat. I just love them so much. And of course, Michael, he just puts up with allergies, mm-hmm. and I'll let him because um, that cat's not going anywhere. <laughs> just saying. You know, I've always wondered too. Eventually, you'd think, um, would your body kind of be build up an immunity to that a little bit? Like if you're not deathly allergic, if it's just like a little bit of sniffle, yeah, would your body eventually just be like, all right? whatever it's not going away that's what marianne did here at the office she's allergic to cats and she adopted a cat not too long ago and she built up that immunity and now she just adopted another one from like you a can, place for you cat. can only be yeah. stung by so many bees before your body goes fine frick it you yeah. know what i mean either you die or you get stronger <laughs> you know it's a feel-good moment a dog in orlando got hit by a motorcycle that didn't stop which left stevie with a punctured lung and fractured ribs and spent six days in ICU. But the surgery worked. And of course, those vet bills are not cheap. So kids in the neighborhood opened a lemonade stand and raised some money to cover the vet bills. She called the dog and the dog got up and walked towards her and collapsed. The motorcycle just left. I felt really bad, so I wanted to help. And I told my mom about the idea, and she thought it was a good idea. But mostly, like, some people just stopped and gave money just to help the cause of it was Stevie. When they gave me this money and they came to my door, I, 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 I just started crying. And how is Stevie doing now? She's on the mend, feeling better, getting stronger every day. A surgery that saved her life and friends that stepped up to the plate to help not only the punctured lungs and the broken ribs, but to also heal the heart. And that's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.